The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. It is Friday, and you know what that means. That means I should be doing music. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. That's right. A new producer screamed. We did a false start on that one. <laughs> he did such a great job yesterday, and he's got so much that on his plate. Yeah, y'all put a lot on his plate today. Exactly. Yeah, y'all got a lot going on I was just waiting today. for that. So I went with a silent count. Mm-hmm. That's right. And here we are. It is a fabulous football Friday edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio where we take our hats and our glasses off. Mickey still has his glasses on. <laughs> what? You're supposed to take them off? You're supposed to take your hat and your glasses off. <laughs> and you know that, Mickey? My hat is... Have some respect for us. My hat is in the car. My glasses aren't sunnies. <laughs> okay. We pay homage to Dion back here on the wall. Yes, and uh, how much? How many points is Dion going to put up on Jay Norville and the Colorado <laughs> State Rams after that comment? He'll put in Grambling. He put sixty six on us, if I'm not mistaken. So it'll be along that fashion. I would I'm guessing. I'm guessing forty. Just forty. Just forty. 40. No. Yeah. That's insulting. Yeah. He ain't putting the JV in at the end. <laughs> oh no. 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 He's gonna keep his son in no. the entire game. No, there's there are no JV players who came in the transfer portal to Colorado. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, Heisman candidate. That's right, Shador. Why not? Right up there with Caleb Williams and Quinn Ewers. Crazy, man. That's right. For two games, right? right. Just think about that. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? You know, he'd come through here, and then the Cowboys would draft him, and then Dion would come here and coach his son. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Come on, Spags. You'd love that, boy. You'd have so much work after that. There'd be too much going on. I'd have to retire. (laughs) You would. (laughs) And I don't, and we aren't going to talk all about that uh, over the course of the next forty-five minutes. But I don't understand. They're, like everybody is in Boulder this weekend for their pregame shows, mm-hmm. and Fox is there for about the third straight week, and ESPN College Game Day, and everybody. Sixty Minutes is there doing something. Yeah, they really. <laughs> and um, endorsements. And they're playing Colorado State. High. They got Oregon and USC the next two weeks. In two weeks from now, they're playing SC. You think they're if, if they beat Oregon, they're for sure going to be back in Boulder for the SC game. That's going to be the two Heisman favorites against each other. As I was going through the list of games, I didn't see anything I had to watch until I got nine o'clock on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Colorado, Colorado <laughs> State. Yeah. There's no, you know, really riveting games unless it's Missouri. That Missouri and Kansas that, State that, is one that of the best games be a of the riveting game either. Just be <laughs> that tells you all you need to know about how much confidence Mickey has in his Mizzou Tigers against the reigning Big 12 champion, the Kansas State Wildcats, of, mm-hmm. who, pummeled, who don't have Deuce Vaughn anymore. Who pummeled them last year. All way. right, we had Thursday night football last night. They had the Eagles and the Vikings, a 34-28 win for Philly. 
kicking off our NFL weekend. Cowboys, Jets, 325 Sunday afternoon with Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call on CBS. Uh, I've, got, I've got one question. Yes. As bad as the Vikings play played, how did they only lose by six points? That's a very good question. And They were atrocious. Four turnovers. Fumble the football away four times. So when they scored the game. Because 259 to 28, mm-hmm. that would be the rushing yards. Philadelphia had 259 yards rushing, and Minnesota had 28. And lost by six. That's right. Well, but each team is different. I mean, one team is good at running the ball. One team is good at passing the ball. Kirk Cousins. One team's good at turning the ball over. They're going to run the ball. They're going to pass the ball. That's their best way of winning the game. And even despite turnovers, they were still able to to stay in the ballgame. But it was always catch-up. It was catch-up, and it was – well, a touchdown that uh, was, was fumbled through the end zone. It was 10-7 until uh-huh. that happened. That was tough. Yep. That was tough. All right, so we let's convene the competition committee here. <laughs> what do we do about that rule? Oh, yeah. the fumble through the, the fumble end through zone? the end zone rule. Tell these young kids to quit reaching for the goal line. Yeah, I, I don't say do anything with it. Okay, leave it as it is. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a. Proper You're call. good with it. If they got the rule like that, you got to coach them up. You can't keep throwing the ball out. <laughs> thinking, yeah. You, know, you, you get tackled. Oops. They like the Raiders. Remember the Raiders with the fumble? Mm-hmm. It was all on purpose. On purpose. Yeah. Well, they changed the rule on that. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah. because. Or the Dave Casper rule. Where, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, and the reason the rule is the Dave way it is is because they don't want people <laughs> fumbling the ball into the end zone. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good call. Don't change that at all. No. Now, I heard others complaining about the formation that you guys talk about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that see. rugby formation and, and, the, and the rule of uh, allowing teammates to push the player with the football uh, forward. And I was him. talking to a friend of mine, and I, I brought up to him that you had a little beef with that formation. You said people might get hurt. To my mind, I can't see – how people can get hurt on that. I want you guys to kind of Bill's quickly, the one that said that. Quickly well, no, and then, in fact, there's that. a lot of lot of astute NFL people who are upset with that for safety reasons. Mm. In fact, uh, a guy that a proponent of getting rid of that uh, who has some experience in rugby, Pat mm-hmm. Kerwin, who's yeah. on serious NFL radio former GM in this league. He's been on that soapbox all offseason that you got to get. I don't understand and, why. And it's because Everyone's getting so low to the yep. ground, and yep. you got so much humanity just going to come down pressure. on the top the of somebody's gotcha. neck. Gotcha. And, gotcha. and on the one, I understand. And there's, and he has experience in rugby where there have been injuries. Down there, then they would know to protect themselves. That well, they can't at a certain. I mean, when you at got so much, points you can't w- right. wait on you. Right. Yeah. And on the one, the Vikings were jumping over the top, mm-hmm. which you can't do that on extra points. That's true. Right. And they're jumping over the top, landing mm-hmm. on top. And and on that one, I saw somebody had his arm behind Hertz, and he was, like, dragging him. Mm-hmm. They weren't just pushing. They were pulling, too. I th- it's just not football. It's rugby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no wonder they, they put up the thing. He, he's done it third and one last year, nine of ten conversions. I don't know how you miss. Well, I heard uh, other former players talking about – uh, how they are going to deliberately start uh, jumping. You know, some are going to deliberately start jumping over so that they can, you know, get this thing really taken out of the whole game. 
Right. You know, they're going to sabotage it, basically. I see what you're right, saying. Right. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is strong enough on his own to get that first <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> his lower body strength. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, the Eagles um, survive. Well, I say survive. I mean, they, you know, outrushing them by that much, they should win. And as Mickey pointed out, the amazing thing was how close the game was. They've got some questions in Philadelphia uh, on both sides of the ball. Their own yes. passing game, and uh, Kirk Cousins threw for over 350 yards in that game. How many and times did Hurts get sacked? You got the stats there? I had this, uh, I think, twice. Twice? But, I think. Because they were putting a lot of pressure on him. I had it called up earlier this morning, as a matter of fact. So if you will stall for two seconds. Well, well then you have your receiver. Yeah. Like, man. He's receivers, boy. That never, nothing ever changes, does it? On the deep passes? Well, uh, uh, it was a Brown. Brown said he wasn't getting targeted. Oh, yeah, they were the arguing on, they the were the on the sidelines. And I can't see Jalen arguing with anybody. You know, I could just see him trying to be the calming effect right. between that he and, that, uh, and his receiver during that conversation. Cousins was sacked twice. Mm-hmm. How about Hurts? Hertz was sacked four times, That's three of them by my guy, Daniil Hunter, <laughs> yep. who somehow lasted all the way to the 88th pick of the draft in 2015 and now has 75 sacks in seven-plus seasons in the NFL. I forgot he was from LSU, too. Yes, and he, he had about three sacks in college at LSU, which may be one of the reasons why. <laughs> but if you saw him coming out. And, what are the odds? Why would he all of a sudden be so well? well if you look back at, at his time at LSU, you know, back then the SEC was strictly a run-first conference, and you can you could tell he was coached to stop the run mm-hmm. first. But if, if he pinned his ears back and came at, after you, and it, it showed in his combine numbers, he ran like a four-five-eight uh, combine, and oh, damn. He's, I mean, he is. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, and he's built like a Greek god, and it's no surprise that he's got seventy-five sacks now, seven years in the league. Hurts. How many times he run? Jalen Hurts had, um, let's see, 12 carries for 35 yards and two touchdowns. 18 out of 23 passing for 193 yards, two of them coming on passes to Devontae Smith, um, covering about 100 and something yards. He, they couldn't cover. They Look, they're, they're dancing with the devil on him. Running the ball like that, mm-hmm. at some point, some point, you're playing with the odds. That's all I'm saying. And you look at uh, Philadelphia and what they have coming up now. I mean, they're they're having to sort through some things right now on both sides of the ball. But they have this going for them. They've, it's 11 days before they play another game now. They have the mini bye now. And they're playing Monday night uh, next week, the 25th, at Tampa Bay. And then they get Washington. And then they're at the Rams and at the Jets. Better watch out for the Rams. <laughs> we better watch out for the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Um, I look at 6-0 and right there before they play Miami on October 22nd. Did you see that running game? Their, their schedule gets a lot tougher the second Did you see where the they year. kept running the ball? Swift? Yeah, not just him. Where they were running Right, right up, up the middle. Right up the middle. <laughs> right That's up right. the middle. Yeah. Right up the middle. We mm-hmm. know who's up the middle on that. And I, every time I looked up, he's standing up looking all studdish. Like, yeah, I just opened that hole for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this Kelsey dude is a stud, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is too much. He just looked like a, a man out there every time they ran the ball. It's too much. 
And uh, this bit of news that uh, has been passed along to me by producer Supreme, who is making amends for his false starts to begin the show. <laughs> Eagles uh, cornerback Avante Maddox feared to have torn his pectoral during Thursday night's win over the Vikings. And they were already without Bradbury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, all right. So the Jets, they yes. might have to find a kicker. Do you see that? Mm-mm. That brings up another thing from last night. Because Greg ahead. Zerline is their kicker. That's right. Okay. And when they lined up for the onside kick at the end of the game last night, and they set the ball on its side without a tee. Mm-hmm. The little watermelon. Exactly. That's exactly, yeah, exactly what yeah, we all think of. Yeah. And so I was going, why are we the only ones, <laughs> Cowboys saw that. observers, that know that that's the watermelon yeah, kick? Yeah. I mean, because both Herb Street and, and Michael here was like, oh, man, they've got it lined up on that side. What are they doing here? That's strange. Usually you would have a tee and you would pop it up, and on that third hop, that's when you get it. Well, no one now, was watching that game. You okay? can't do, uh, apparently, it was against Atlanta. I turned it off after it was they scored uh, oh, to 34. Uh, about last said, night's game. This is over. No, but I mean, but no one was watching say, the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys Atlanta game. From right. 2020, no one the COVID season. Game. Yeah, <laughs> but it. Most people are on social media, and it did go viral. <laughs> so I, I did a little throwback Thursday, and I uh-huh. good video yeah, out good on my job. Twitter yeah. last night. Yeah. CBS 11, Bill Jones. Um, and but I was like, I mean, I just it's it's almost like the hail mary. I mean, okay, you throw a pass like that, it's it's the hail mary. Yeah. If if any kicker lines up a ball, it's it's forever known as the watermelon kick. That's right. Exactly. Now he did not execute it nearly like Greg Zerline did, and I don't know that you can really execute it on a grass field. That's that's you so know? true. Yeah, that's so true. All you right, what's up with Zerline now? The grass slows it down. Uh, yeah, it's like well, it doesn't it doesn't have the same English. On it. it really it you really know, showed you. It has English on. Right. It. You know, it's going to spin. It more. really showed yeah. you how Zerline mastered that kick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have the perfect touch on it where it just barely and goes you across have to the have ten some yards. Some dumbasses across on that <laughs> <Exactly>. side. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just be real. Let's just be real. We continue, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that, right. That's probably the key to it. It's not if, the if, touch on the kick. It's if, if Douglas is Douglas is listening and he's always hunting cow bites. That's his cow bite. <laughs> All right. So what about Zerline? Zerline uh, sore groin at the end of uh, practice yesterday. Mm. Um, it wasn't on the injury report, but uh, where did you learn of this? Well, Sala told everybody this morning in okay. his press conference. After practice, that Greg Zerline didn't practice. He's got a sore groin, and he kind of said it's it's not serious, but it's 50-50 if they if he can hmm. kick on Sunday. Okay. So what they're gonna have to do like <laughs> is uh, sign a veteran kicker to the practice squad if somebody wants to come to Dallas uh, and. And then if he can't kick on Sunday when they warm up, then they elevate him as one of their practice squad elevations. Thomas Morstead is their punter, SMUX. And I think he can kick off. Mm-hmm. So that means Robbie Gould would be in play. Mm-hmm. But the same three guys are still out there. Mason Crosby, Ryan Suckup, and Robbie Gould. I mean, it doesn't take much to bring in a kicker. No, a kicker just can't. And you know those guys probably right. been practicing right, being ready for it. So 
But yeah, that was big, big headlines in the. Does Viscaino side anywhere? I Tristan haven't Vizcaino? seen that either. <laughs> or uh, Liam Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or they could poach Marr off the Rams. I think he's no, he's, he's he's active. He's active. Uh, he's oh, yeah. did you see what else they Brett tried Maher, to do? He, hmm. They tried to. Um, where are my notes? They tried to poach Brett Rippin off yes. the Rams practice squad, and the Rams elevated him to. <laughs> he's the first guy I thought of. I saw when he was elevated. Yeah. yeah, he's the first guy I thought of that they would probably go after because he was the backup in Denver uh, with. Um, the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. You're looking for oh, somebody right. who that's has familiarity right. with his offense. And I didn't realize at the time until I saw that story that he was on the practice squad with the Rams, and the Rams signed him to their 53, mm-hmm. knowing that the poaching was about to happen. And the Rams said, but they were going to do it anyway. It's like, <laughs> right. okay. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, and then they had their own issue with Stetson Bennett, who went on the non-football NFI list and had a shoulder injury. Is that what it was? That's what they said. It was uh, like I just it, I just heard a quote from. Um, was he playing outside on the street or something? Uh, well, I I <laughs> uh, just heard a I heard a quote from Sean McVay that uh, what he's dealing with is bigger than football. Oh, so okay, oh. yeah. So, all right. Um, what about the Cowboys injury situation as um, on this Regeneration Friday? Dr. Jerry kind of sounded like Tyler Smith, not ready to go. But if we anybody that watched practice yesterday and saw him doing rehab on the side, um, I mean, he was doing the rehab well, but he hadn't practiced all week. And I think if you miss two full weeks, you probably need a practice, a real practice before you go out and play. So, so it'll be a Chuma. former New York Jet third-round draft pick Chuma Idoga going right. at left guard. Exactly. Get what about Zach Martin? Going for two. Speaking of groin injuries. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, I saw some surprising names on the we'll questionable see, list. We'll see where that one goes. Because on he um, – did they list – they listed him as did not or limited? Limited. Limited, limited. yeah. So that means he just didn't do everything. Everything, yeah. At least he was out there in pads, right? So we, I mean, we saw that. Um, um, Donovan Wilson got some padded snaps in practice. You're um, burying the lead here. Brandon Cooks. Oh, Brandon Cooks. That's what I was. Yeah. Well, I was going through my rolling mm-hmm. yeah, decks back. You went the wrong way back <laughs> yeah. on it, though. And then <laughs> Brandon Cooks. Well, that one was well known, right? Or was not? Well, we need to make sure everyone knows. Yeah, like me, Spags. Yeah. Finish the statement, please, sir. <laughs> Which yeah. one? Yeah. Brandon Cooks. Cooks man. So he <laughs> has not practiced these last two days. He has a low-grade MCL sprain. Um, grade, uh, grade one. And if it's grade one, that means it's irritated. It's not, doesn't have a tear. So if McCarthy this was the Super said Bowl, he'd play. Yes. And <laughs> he still could play. They'll take Everyone it. uses that as a barrier. Right. <laughs> this was the Super Bowl. They'll, they'll, take, it, they'll take it to Sunday but and there's see. There's still 20 more games before this team plays in the Super but Bowl. But we talked so. about it yesterday, yes. right? Because we um, – <laughs> I talked about how he was doing the rehab stuff, and he was moving pretty well. Uh-huh. So – but again, it was forward and backwards. It wasn't sideways, and that's the problem with the 
MCL problem. So Dr. Jerry said something about it or not? We're going to see. Oh, we're going to see. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's wait and see on Brandon Keep it, Cooks. Keeping those, uh, that information close to the vest. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mickey, are you and wearing today, a vest? You seem to be. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. He is wearing a vest. <laughs> you want me to see what I, I got underneath there? I don't think really thought that when he said that. <laughs> um, wearing a vest, yes. And they don't, they don't practice today. They practice tomorrow. Right. So today's uh, is an estimation type deal. So they'll probably estimate did, did not practice. Okay. And then you will get an update on Saturday. He will not be ruled out today. No, no. Yes. Okay, we're just getting started here on a Mix Shot. So much more to get you ready for Cowboys versus Jets when we come back in a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Back, back to Mick Shots. K-Pro's Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Mickey has given permission to open the phone lines here on this fabulous football Friday edition of Mix Shots, 888-855-2297. If you've got an opinion on what's going on leading up to this 
game against the Jets. And so what is it that concerns you the most about the New York Jets? Obviously, their defense very strong and uh, starting Zach Wilson at quarterback and not Aaron Rodgers. I always said yesterday, the running game. Yeah. That's what bothers me. The running game, the way they ran it well against a pretty good team uh, in Buffalo, that concerned me. And also the fact that we were giving up five yards per slice uh, in the running game until the wheels came off uh, for the Giants. So, yes. Until the, the Giants decided not to run the ball. Anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. After the first drive. scared the hell out of everybody for some reason. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. You, you got to worry about how we're going to control it. And once you start giving up the running game, and let's face it, guys, you got good wide receivers out there. And, you know, Zach Wilson, if you let him, you give a guy like that confidence, you know what can happen. And with the Cowboys, there's always this Murphy's Law. Whatever can happen will happen. You, know, you have to look at that as well when you prepare for a game. I'm not just talking as a fan who doesn't want to be frustrated. If I'm a player, then that's how I approach the game, make sure those two things don't happen. And – they, they, um, their offensive line. Now, they ran the ball well, right? But their pass block blocking wasn't all that great. That's right. And and Mackay Becton at right tackle, f- former first round draft pick, number eleven overall, but was getting eaten alive. He only has fourteen now, fifteen starts in his career. Left tackle Dwayne Brown has 215 starts in his career. He's at the other end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. 38 years old, and he's been – he was a first-round draft pick all the way back in 2008, 15 years ago. They've got four first-round draft picks on their offensive line. And, and when, when Aaron Rodgers was back there, he was pressured every time he went back to pass. And he only tried – Three times? And each time he yeah. was facing pressure. And there was a each reason time. why he got That's injured, right. right? That's right. So uh, the Cowboys need to, if they're going to throw the ball, need to take advantage. You know the other thing I saw? And he, and it was early. They were cut blocking. They were diving. The tackles at, on the, the tackles pass plays. were going down, down on the ground to cut them. Uh, and when Micah finished yesterday, when he's walking off, I walked. I said, hey, "Did you see them cut blocking?" He goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "You got to be careful about that." But he goes, "I saw it, so you got to be ready to jump in the air mm-hmm. and go over." But they were diving. Yeah. Uh, was it? You think it was just to bring the, the arms down so they could try some quick passes? I think so. Yeah. And, and um, that was both of their first moves. But, mm-hmm. but whoever were, they were supposed to throw the ball to wasn't open apparently <laughs> right. because they it was like they their, like Mickey said it was like I saw it one time with Becton, it was his first move, and then okay, quarterback didn't get rid of the ball, nope. and so within one more second, mm-hmm. that player that he was supposed to be blocking is right on the quarterback. That's so right. that's another reason why they got to stop the run. Run because you force them to throw the ball. Force them right? to throw. But and, you, and you take don't want them throwing after having run success. Right, because now that slows you down. Yeah, and right? you got the linebackers coming up. But they all, everybody the I talked to in there, they knew it, right? They knew, they know they've got to stop the, stop run. the run. And that it's got to improve over last year. I and think, last week. Uh, J. Ron Kurz told me, you know, I said, well, last year, you know, wasn't that good. And he goes, we had too many guys trying to make the play instead of making the play within the scheme of the defense. 
Um, so we, you know, it's almost like we don't need any heroes against. And that, that sounds easy. It's easier said than done. But how do you obviously control they were yourself? Saying it all right? Last year, yeah, and it still didn't get through. But as a team. It's just tough, you know, and it's, it's got to be something that obviously takes an entire offseason, hopefully, to correct. And look, they still came out. Guys weren't really trying to overplay things. We weren't getting hit for big plays. But you don't want this to turn into that. Right. You don't want this to turn into that. Now, I, I, I was looking up um, Wilson's stats throwing the ball. I didn't look on if he actually ran much. Uh, during his starts he let's see uh last year he had 28 carries for 102 yards average 3.6 yards a carry his rookie season 29 carries 185 yards average 6.4 yards a carry and four not touchdowns bad. Not bad at all. i mean he can run he doesn't mm-hmm. run a lot mm-hmm. that was in last year he made nine starts and 28 rushes 13 starts his rookie year, 29 rushes. So I don't think, I don't think with, with, with Aaron Rodgers out, you only got he, two quarterbacks. I don't think he should be trying here's to. Run the, here's the here's the thing. I saw the stat that's not by design. Duck anyway. out to me, uh, and he had um, 22 starts. He's eight and 14. Now that's not all the quarterbacks. He's actually nine and fourteen. Nine. That's right. You, you, no, no, no. He, he's and, he's actually and nine and fourteen. He doesn't get credit for, for his win, win on right. Monday night. Right. Rogers gets up. credit for that. He's oh wow! Four plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where we need an official score in football. You know, like in baseball, you have to go five right. innings as a starter to get the win. You need to go at least five but, plays. But a, a guy that comes in late gets the reliever. I mean, he gets uh-huh. the he – That's like Dak, Dak gets credit for that win against the Giants where he got hurt in. That, you know. As you guys digress. Cooper got the – yes, sorry. It's been yeah. sacked okay, 69 back. times. 69 times for minus 558 yards. So almost 10 yards a sack. And that's clearly because of lack of recognition. Right. He can't see what he can't see. And if the Cowboys are doing their job, they can keep him confused with our team speed. So if you if you slow down the run, then that means you have an opportunity to give him less time in the mm-hmm. pocket to try to get comfortable. And we, we're known for that, giving, them le- giving a quarterback less time. Right. We are known for that. So both sides of the ball, which matchups are you looking forward to the most? Individual matchups. Well... I don't know that they've got somebody on their offensive line that we're going to sit there and go, well, they're going to well, shut down Demarcus Lawrence. Well, that's what well, I'm looking forward I to the matchups of the tackles. They're of their tackles of trying to yes. stop the pass. So Ty- Tyron Smith looks good. Yeah, Tyron's good. Okay, so who's he going against? Well, you know, they have that wide nine scheme uh, where they put their defensive ends way out on the edge. And he's bringing number 91 is coming. And John Franklin (laughs) Myers out of uh, Stephen F. Austin in Greenville, Texas, had five sacks last year. You know, the inside guy, Quentin Williams, led him with 12 oh, sacks the a year ago. No, that's the yeah, well, that's the one you got to keep your eye yeah, on. We know guy. about him. You yeah. look yeah. for the A and yeah. B gap on yeah. that guy. But uh, John Franklin Myers lines up at uh, one of those wide nines. But and that's number, interesting. Is that number 91? 91. Yes, yes. It's interesting. Carl Lawson was not on the injury report, number 58, and did not play against Buffalo. Uh, he had seven sacks last year. Really strong guy, uh, 6'2", 260 pounds, uh, and, you know, has, you know, he's a veteran guy. Uh, Doesn't he have to be on there and say full? 
if he didn't play uh, well, last week? I don't know. I'm not sure why he didn't play. Hmm. Um, so though, the, and they've got another uh, second-year player, first-round draft pick number eleven, Jermaine Johnson, right, uh, out of Florida State. Actually, started his college career at Georgia. He had a sack against the Bills. Uh, they their first round pick this year, who the Cowboys liked, I know. Uh, Will McDonald only got in for 13 snaps in his first game, and he was uh, 15th pick in the draft this year. So all I know is when you look at the the last game against Buffalo, I saw number 91 putting constant pressure and in bull coming rushing from that left side, and, bull rushing mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, and that so that's something you can see the matchup coming, especially when you talk about you know uh, Williams with mm-hmm. Williams inside. The matchup for me, though, um, you know, if they get a chance to pass it enough, I'd like to see Wilson and, and our DBs going at it against each other. That wide receiver core is pretty respectful on their end, and they're very feisty. Mm-hmm. They battle for every every ball. I'd like to see if he gets a chance, if Zach Wilson gets a chance to throw it down the field, I'd love to see those matchups. Yeah, And, and then, conversely, Sauce Gardner against the Cowboy receivers. Didn't even think right? about that, yeah. 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 But we need protection up front mm-hmm. from either one of those to either have those. Either one of them to happen, yeah, yeah, either side. That's what I was looking at, that the receivers versus corners. Mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner, who was the defensive rookie of the year last year for the Jets, 6'3 guy out of Cincinnati and uh, very athletic, runs a 4'4", and him when he he's matched like he's up. he's faster than that. Yeah. He looks fast. Well, when you're six three, you're covering ground, <laughs> right? <guess> so. <laughs> he looks really good. And then either one of the Cowboys corners against Garrett Wilson. That's why the pressure on the quarterback. That's how you control Garrett Wilson. You'll see some good secondary play in this game. Not just good athletes, but dis- disciplined athletes. Okay, you know. coming up here on mix shots, our picks to click and predictions for Sunday. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. 
That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Save that story. Yeah, say it. <laughs> then the rejoins up. And go. Rally Days, presented by SeatGeek, give NFL fans an experience of a lifetime the day prior to the Dallas Cowboy home games. On September 16th, enjoy activities at Miller Lighthouse. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of AT&T Stadium and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for more information and to get your tickets today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Get you ready for Cowboys, Jets. We make our picks. We uh, start with our pod picks. Okay, everybody, all podcasts making their picks. And here's the question this week for the pod pick. Who scores the first receiving touchdown for the Cowboys? What do you? I, I'll, I'll go first. All right. Don't take mine. <laughs> I'm going to go with the same guy that I picked last week who would score the first touchdown for the Cowboys, the first receiving touchdown for the Cowboys. Which he should have. Tight end Jake Ferguson. Still sticking with that. I am. I'm sticking with Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Stubborn. I hope I didn't jinx him. I think I jinxed him last week. <laughs> um, I've got Tony Pollard. Okay. I almost chose him. Tony Pollard with the first receiving touchdown for you the can, Cowboys. You can, we can, you can double up. Is that me? He's good. Oh, you're good now. Okay. He had his hand in front of his mouth while he was thinking. I say. And Tony Pollard, by the way, had three receiving touchdowns mm-hmm. last season. I, if he does score, it's going to be a swing pass. Yeah. Yeah. If he does score first. But I say fade route, C.D. Lamb. Okay. I picked Michael Gallup last week. Did Mike even catch a pass last week? He uh, caught one pass for 10 yards mm-hmm. last week. I say CeeDee Lamb. He should have had a deep ball. Dak threw it out of bounds. He had the guy beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I he say, threw it away. I, I say he C. threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> he did throw it away, yes. <laughs> he threw it away. Okay, so you're going with the chalk. I'm going CD with CeeDee Lamb. Baby. There you go. What's, it, what's his nickname? Oh, I just said you're going with the favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, boy, the chalk. He's so cool. Meaning the betting favorite. Yeah, he's so cool. <laughs> all right. Now, yes. our picks for the game and our picks to click in the game. Everson, you want to go first? I am going first. I'm all prepared for you guys. All right. Last time we just uh, we sucked. We all got it right. We, yeah. We've all picked the Cowboys to win, and I came closest on the score. I had them with thirty points, and they scored forty. Meant, I'm, I'm giving the click. I'm giving more credit to the defense. I'm not going to have them giving up twenty-one points. I'm going to have them giving up seventeen points. Hopefully, it's like an oh by the way field goal at the end. They're going to play very solid offensively. It's going to take us a while, but I think we'll get get our wheels under us. Twenty-eight to seventeen, Cowboys. C.D. Lamb, two touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, not one, but two touchdowns. The first and another. Okay. That's right. And what was the score again? 28-17. 28-17 Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Well, we're sort of in the same, same ballpark. You are, you are next, ballpark. sir, according to my roster. 
itinerary. Uh, I've got the Cowboys winning, and a little of this has to do with the Jets having problems with their kicking game. Mm. So it's going to be 26-16 Cowboys. They're going to go for two. They're going to go for They're going to go for two. They're going to go for two each time. They're going to make it. And make it. That's how they're getting to 16 points. Eight and eight, 16. Interesting. Cowboys Cowboys need to work on their goal line defense. Yes, I take that back. I take it back. That's not bad. Not bad. Okay. Which I thought of that before Zerline I knew was great. You picked. You picked the score. 16. You picked the score. Now and you're picked to click. Yeah. Oh, I got to pick to click. That's right. Yes, we do this every week. Every Mickey. week for about <laughs> over a year. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm 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 doubling down. Tony Pollard. Mm. Tony Pollard. First receiving touchdown, and he will be the pick to click. Okay. Nice. nice. All right. I had a. Final score that I just changed because of what you pointed out about the uh, Zerline So you're going to pick 12 now? <laughs> um, that's, that's not a bad idea. They're going to miss every extra point. All right. I've got the defensive struggle. And um, how did the Jets win on Monday night? I believe they won in overtime on a Xavier Xavier Gibson return walk off punt return. Well, this week we're going to overtime and the Cowboys are going to win 22 to 16. Mm. Same score as the Monday night game, by the way. On a Cavante Turpin (laughs) 60 yard punt return for a touchdown. All right, this is supposed to be serious. I am serious. That's the good one, man. <laughs> Come on, guys. What are we doing here? Cavante Turpin punt return for a touchdown. Oh, in overtime. In overtime. Come on, man. It can't That's happen right. twice in a row the same team. It will. Oh, same the same score. team being involved. Uh-huh. Same score. It's Come on, man. You are really he, – he must have a lot of money on the line. He needs to win this one, so, so he, needs a, he needs a long shot. Nobody – nobody needs a long shot. Nobody's so we're looking Turpin as your pick-to-click as Turpin's well. my pick-to-click. Yeah. No one's uh, trying to look for a little history here. Last time the Cowboys had back-to-back shutouts. Hmm. Oh. I have to go look it up. When was that? Man, that'd have to go the way la- back. No, the last two games of the 2009 season. Oh, yeah. They beat Washington 17 to nothing and then beat Philadelphia 24 to nothing. And then went into the playoffs and beat Philadelphia again the next week in the wild card right. game, 34-14. What year? What year? 2009 oh, yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, and then Wade Phillips. The wheels came off. Wade Phillips made the biggest mistake of his coaching history. They went to Minnesota, a Minnesota team that I think was like averaging 30 points a game. They were piling up all kind of points. And on the first possession, the Cowboys drove downfield, and they had like a fourth and two, fourth and three in somewhat makeable field goal position. And he went for the field goal. Mm -hmm. As I was saying, field goals aren't going to beat this team. They got beat 34-3. to Well, Spags, sorry. 
<laughs> and then what happened? It was the next way season? more than the it field went, goal. It, it was went way downhill more right after that. that. It it only was, went you're going to say that's the most important worst. <laughs> it, it was way more than the field goal. Because it's 34 <laughs> it to 3. You have so to be aggressive. Yeah, golly, dude. They would have lost 34 to 7 if they would have scored. That's just Maybe it. not. Yeah, and then the Cowboys on. couldn't stop anybody the whole first half of the next season. And Wade Phillips was out as the head coach oh, halfway man. through the 2010 season. Because the offensive line suddenly got old mm. overnight. They were terrible. Just mm. terrible. Although Jason kind of turned it around. That's the right. That's half. why. But in, in that season, who we went five and three. Five and three. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's why there was a priority in the draft. Um, Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith, followed by Travis Frederick, followed Two by Two years Zach later, Martin. the next year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And next thing you know, you got culture. And now you had an <laughs> offensive line that you could run the ball behind. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple minutes left here. Is this a game where I was thinking about some of the uh, memorable plays in Cowboys history and the kicking game uh, when the throwback Thursday with the watermelon uh, onside <laughs> kick? Back to where we started. The Randall Williams uh, on, uh, onside, onside kick. kick return for a touchdown about 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That popped into my mind. Okay. And then I got to think, is this a game where the – let's say the Jets are kicking off to start the game. Is this a game where if you're in the position of the Jets, you would start off the game with an onside kick? No. I don't think so either. It shows desperation. And their defense – so you look at it two ways. Their defense is good enough, he, and Saleh has so much – and it's a defensive coach. So defensive coach is not going to put his defense in that position. But at the same you know? time, he would say, well, even if we don't – if we mess up on the onside kick, my defense is good enough right. to hold him at bay. And mm-hmm. worth taking yeah. that chance. Worth, but I, it shows desperation. He's not going to come in with a bunch of tricks, I but don't that, think. That was like last night. There was all this emotion to start the game, and here's the kickoff, and what happens. But you can also look it's at it though as if, it, if if you see <laughs> a tendency, <laughs> if you see a tendency where, especially because all the kicks are going out of the end zone, and you see a tendency you have to for the other it. team that they're peeling back. You and have you to really it. see it. And, right. and by the way, though, there's a difference between looking for trick plays and really trying to hedge your bets. On, on little things strategy. like that. Yeah. Strategy, yes. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. That doing that a lot. This game would mean a lot for them if they were to cover every base to make sure they saw but, everything. And it, it's Sean Payton did it in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean we second, got many great second half kickoff. Yeah. But Sean? he he was he was he was realizing he needed to steal a possession mm-hmm. because they weren't and, and doing so a very good job I of could slowing them down. I can see a lot of strategy here. Yeah. yeah that's about the best. No, tricks, be no tricky stuff. Yeah. That's Sean that. Payton started his Denver career with an onside kick on Sunday. Did you not notice I, that? I did not see no. that. Yes. Seriously. How did it go? How did yes. it go? Uh, penalty, illegal touching, no. and the Raiders got the ball. See, and they ended up losing the game. And they lost the game. Yeah. And they lost the game. It was close, too, wasn't it? Yeah. It was close. 17-16, yes. Yeah. But I hope that just bringing that up, and I know that everyone back in the coaches' offices listens to the mix shot. That's right. That uh, <laughs> that will bring enough attention to it that they will be watching for the onside kick Very closely, the right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, when we, when we see John Fossil in the oh, Fossil, training table. He better be ready as much as he's <laughs> hyped around here all the time. He better be ready for everything. Okay, and uh, Missouri beats K-State. 
tomorrow? Mm, I just hope they keep it close. Wow. K-State's a Big 12 team. You're in the SEC. Yeah. You can't let a Big 12 the team. First... Oh, Texas beat Alabama how, last how week. How'd the first week in the <laughs> SEC work out, right? Yeah. And who's Grambling got? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. Oklahoma has a cupcake. Oklahoma plays at Tulsa. At Tulsa. Mm. Yeah. Gonna fill that state. You wear a Grambling shirt and you don't know who they're playing. I don't know oh, who they're playing. man. I can look at the schedule right now. Some... They are playing... I don't know. That's not. Oh, they're looking at. I pulled up GSU. It's a Georgia State. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? When I pulled up Greg Zerline injury, it gave me injuries from when he was here with the Cowboys. Florida Memorial at Grambling, 2 p.m. What? What? Florida Florida Memorial. Memorial. I've never heard of him. We have them at 2 p.m. tomorrow. So we're getting our first win, guys. That's a W. First win, baby. Division two. I don't know. I don't know. They need the money. We're all getting the win. We're all getting wins this weekend. Missouri (laughs) beats K-State. Grambling beats Florida Memorial Mm -hmm. High School. And uh, OU beats Tulsa. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you Why is Missouri playing (laughs) K-State? We're playing a high school? (laughs) (laughs) And we'll chat at you again on Monday at noon. Go Cowboys and Grambling. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!